All right, <clears throat> so I want to come on here to inspire those who are lacking when it comes to forgiveness, okay? Um, if you listen to my podcast, you would know I've been through, you know, crazy spiritual warfare attack. And I find myself like pretty much it's over, it's done. You know, I'm in a good space. Um, you know, I'm stable. Um, you know, everything is looking good. You know, if any worries come, you know, I immediately pray it away. But I find that one of the ghosts of dealing with my, um, the word that was put on me is lack of forgiveness. Okay. So this is something I've been just doing, but I, I find it to be amazing and actually, um, it's been, it's, 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 it works. So, um, I put my timer on, so I put my timer on my phone and I might go for five to 10 to 20 minutes sometimes. Okay. Um, and I, so far I only did five to 10 to 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes. Okay. So I'm not going to lie about that, but what I do is I close my eyes and I focus on my breathing and I say a little mantra to myself which is I'm I'm full of love compassion mercy and forgiveness and I repeat that over and over and over again till I start to feel the emotions and while I'm doing it I picture the people who have hurt me and while I'm picturing the people, I picture myself giving them a hug, okay? And I'm giving them a hug, and I'm seeing them as the adult, and then I also see them as the child. And I tell them, I love you, and it's okay. And then I say, I release you. Okay, and then I do this until the time is up. And then I might do it again. And if I start crying, you know, that's when I ask the Most High Holy Spirit to give me a hug. Because, you know, when you're starting to cry, you might get like sad after crying. Like I personally, I don't really like crying. But I know that when it comes to crying, there's a lot of healing that comes into crying. You know, um getting over any type of traumas that have been put on you, a lot of times when you go through tra traumatic experiences, you might hold it in because you don't, even when you're alone, you don't want it to seem like it got to you. And that can become a problem where unforgiveness comes in because you're like, well, shoot, they did this to me, F them. And you don't really sit down and think, well, yeah, they did this to me and that hurt. And that really hurt and you don't want to cry so you just hold it in trying to be strong and not even alone you don't want to see you don't want nobody to, you don't you don't even want God to know it hurts even though God reads your heart you know he reads your mind you don't even want God to know you you, you try to keep going on like nothing ever happened 
that's a dangerous spot to be in because eventually all that pressure of someone hurting you is gonna resurface through maybe someone you know might trigger a memory of past hurts and because you haven't confronted it you're gonna easily snap on somebody so again And, you know, I do this personally. I go to a park where there's water. You know, if, um, if, you, if you're not in a place where there's a lot of water around, you can go to a fountain, a river, a creek, go to the woods. No, not like, you know, like, not like woods, woods. But, you know, you can go to where nature's at. You can sit in your car or sit outside and do this mantra. Breathe in the fresh air, you know, and try to really focus on, like, forgiveness you know something sometimes I know like my salvation is riding on forgiveness that's what it's riding on <clears throat> you know sometimes the devil doesn't attack others through like certain things he'll attack you through what others do to you and you end up developing a grudge and bitterness okay and I, I know I can get that I can be bitter 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 or have a grudge like no other like I can hold a grudge for an unhealthy amount of time and I know like every day that's chipping away at my salvation and also chipping away at the ability for the most high to forgive me because you got to remember the most high is um, um, he's full of pity he's merciful we are to have that same mindset, you know. So when you, when someone has hurt you, literally, and you know what I found out? Like when I'm when I'm doing this, I find it so weird. Like I'd be like sitting up there giving the people a hug in my head, and I literally feel it. Like I'd be feeling like, okay, I walk up. I have a whole scenario in my head. I walk up to them and. I'll see them where they're at, right? And then I'll give them a hug. And you know, it's so weird. Even then, I can sense, I can feel like their spirit. They don't want to give me a hug. They don't. They don't. They don't want to. They don't want to even let go of the pain that they caused me. You know, I I can feel the you know the hatred. And then you know that's when I tell them it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You know, a lot of times when we lack forgiveness from others it's because we're focused on the hate that they cause that we know they have for us and because we know someone hates us it's, it makes it difficult for us to show love to them because you know someone hates you they don't like you they they want you dead so your you know your natural uh reaction to be like well f them i hope they die too or i hope they I hope they, you know, whatever you might think, you know, and I'm being very transparent with this right now, okay, because, you know, it's all about healing. I come on here and I talk all the crap, but trust and believe, you know, there's things I know I got to work on and, and I, but I, I allow people to, you know, hear that thought process, you know, or go through the motions with me. So for me, it's like when I sit there and I think like, if I think about someone who hurt me, I'd be like, damn, man, I know they hate me. I know they don't like me. I know they wish me dead. 
and and it, it almost hard like I can't even even in my mind I can't go to them and like give them that hug but I force myself to and I and I and I I could see them like rolling their eyes or kind of wanting to push me away or just grinning through it but in that moment of giving them a hug in my mind I see myself giving them an energy of love when I say it's okay and in time if I was to do this every other day every day in time that pain that suffering that people have caused me it will dissipate and then you know um, and I'm just talking right now but eventually there'll be room to actually be filled with love you know compassion mercy pity long-suffering endurance these are the things we have to have and I and I and I really truly thank the most high for putting me in a position where I truly had to and still have to develop those fruits of the spirit so another thing I do is after I ask the most high to give me a hug if I start crying is that I ask him to fill me with his Holy Spirit because when you enter into your mind and you enter into that thought process of seeing the people who have hurt you um, you can get out of that meditation and wake you know come out of it and be angry so before I get mad or anything or allow my brain to go into like ooh, they you know I ask the most high to fill me with his Holy Spirit to make me pure to dwell in me um, and it's up and down battle it's, it's not an everything everyday thing you know healing is uh, it's it's a it's it's up and down you know and a person who's truly on their healing process they're gonna know like it, it takes it takes time but you also have to have patience with yourself like as long as you're making the steps to not be bitter you have to be patient with yourself so from now on on this podcast I'm I'm really gonna be trying I might not even post too much but I'm also gonna change a lot because I don't want to waste the rest of my life being mad at ghosts like these people are literally ghosts I'll never see them again unless I run into them I'll never talk to them you know just because you forgive someone does not mean they should have does not mean you should allow access to them like access to for them to have in your life like I can forgive someone but that doesn't mean I'm going to be your friend or be back to being your family member. You know, I'm just going to forgive and keep it pushing. Like, hey, you know, mistakes happen. We, we make mistakes. We all make a lot of mistakes in this life. And we can only hope that God forgives us for those mistakes, right? So I give that same mercy onto the those who've hurt me, right? But I'm not going to be dumb and like re- allow them to re-enter into my life you know when God blesses you with you know a new beginning you don't let your past back in you don't let those who hurt you back in but you do pray for your enemies you do pray for those who don't like you okay because that's freedom you 
when you've been through a spiritual warfare, a trial, a tribulation, just something that was so just hard on your whole life. Like y'all, like I really feel like when I went through what I went through, like my 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 face changed a little bit. Like you could see, you could see it on my body, the the amount of um suffering that I went through. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a fun it wasn't a fun uh it was not a fun fire. You know, fires are not, you know, fires are beautiful, but that fire was hot and you know, it almost it almost burnt me. And you know, the only thing that saved me in that situation was the most high and the people that he put in my life to keep me grounded where I wouldn't go over the deep end and Sometimes my only outlet to get the pain out was to come on to this podcast and, and talk about the pain because, you know, it, 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 I didn't want to, like I said earlier, I didn't want to hold it in and, 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 you know, ruminate and run around in circles. So putting it out and letting it out there, you know, and letting it go, but I wasn't truly letting it go. So I, sometimes I'll do a podcast and I'm like, Ooh, I didn't like that. And or I should not put that, so I'll, 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 I'll unpublish it, right? Because I know it wasn't a good look for me to be talking that way, right? But it, it just, it felt good to, to, to murmur and let it out, right? It's very difficult to, to be in a space where you have to let go. Forgiveness is about letting go. Because when you don't forgive, you block off what God could have for you. Because now you're living in an energy of darkness. You know, you start getting sick. You start feeling, woe is me. You don't see the beauty in the world. You see everything as dark. You see people as dark. You know, you, you become super skeptical of everything around you. And you miss out in the of the moment, right? So, um, there's always a blessing in your trials. Trust and believe. I I, I talk about this all. The, I talked about this before. Like, it's just that um, what I notice when I when I have you know the devil's been after me heavy all my life, y'all. Like all my life and. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what you want from me? But um, when I get to this point where I'm like, all right, I see what he's doing. I see where he wants me. He wants me in a, a, a spirit of for lack of forgiveness, of just bitterness. And that's why, um, you know, I have I had people around me who would literally like try to provoke it out of me, like by this provoking being provoking just being a provocative spirit that's nothing but a demonic spirit so i might be in a good space but i go let's say i go look at something online and i look at someone's page or something and i know that post is to get at me or that podcast is to bother me right and so that is a provoking spirit you know, the devil will constantly keep you and he will hop on people to keep you in a spirit of lacking of forgiveness. So just be careful out here in the last days because sometimes he doesn't get you through lust. 
sometimes he'll get you through unforgiveness you know and if he's hammering down on you where he's bringing all these like people who have you know spirits on them that they're not aware of and they're that spirit that's on them is trying to affect you um you know that's one of the best ways he can get you is a lack of forgiveness okay because our ability to forgive those plays into god forgiving us on judgment day and it also plays you know lack of for, uh, having forgiveness also plays into um your spiritual walk and you can't walk around with a chip on your shoulder and think the holy spirit is going to dwell in you you know um not to bring up this word and i'm kind of tired of talking about narcissists or talking toxic people but this is what my podcast was about but the origin of them was created through their childhood where they could not forgive and so they develop an alter ego that some of them they don't even know themselves you know they really don't um i've been around some of them and some of them might say they forgive but they do a lot of they move in ways where you know if they were truly forgiving type of people they wouldn't be vengeful like right now you know and i'm not looking forward to it but i do see like there's people who owe me apologies will i ever get it no why because they lack they lack insight on who they are and they're truly not in the spirit of the most high so even that i i, I it actually you know here's the thing i'm gonna end this but it, it makes me feel comforted when I don't get an amendment, when I don't see restitution, you know, because that lets me know, like, um, I have the ability to make it to the kingdom. And it's, it's rare, you know, it's, it's going to be a rarity because and it also makes me feel better because, like, not that I want people to go to hell and, and, and are die and you know not see the most high's mercy and, and kindness it just it just confirms what i know about people you know that's just what it is um and i know there's people who want to reach out to me and you know say i'm sorry for your experience and i'm sorry that you went through this and you know, I love you. And I know that I know there's people out there too, that that are like that. And that's what you're going to experience too, is you're going to experience people because of the guilt or the guilt of association. Um, they might not reach out to you, but the, the best they could do for you, if you have been hurt is they could pray from you from a distance, pray that, you know, God protects you that, 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 you know, that you don't, that you you reach a, a a true enlightenment of of God's love, which is what love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself, and that is the best someone can do for you who has you know maybe participated or turned a blind eye to the pain and suffering you went through. You know that's the best they can do, and you got to be okay with that. I don't necessarily like I said expect people to call me up and say I'm sorry and because 
it takes a lot to humble yourself and you know realize that your part you play in you know someone else's um pain and suffering you know and and and, and it can make someone feel shameful and gross like dang i i caused that i caused this person you know potential downfall and it, it takes a lot for a person to be able to um, humble themselves and, and, and say, dang, I, I'm sorry, I, I should not have did that. And, you know, and I understand, like, I, I don't, man, y'all, like, I'm trying to tell you, if you lack forgiveness, really just, just do those steps, do those steps and do it every day, you know, um, you know, read, uh, today I was in, um, today, I was reading um, Ecclesiastics uh, 1 through 18, okay? Um, and because I think about this, like, literally, imagine, you're going through all this pain and suffering, or you're, you're gaining all this knowledge, all this understanding of stuff, and it's literally all vanity like when the most high spirit came to me and i felt his spirit the holy spirit y'all i will tell you if we were to make it into the kingdom there will be no negativity whatsoever you will feel blissful full of peace love joy all the things of the fruits of the spirit you will feel it every day every day this life here is literally just sometimes for some suffering or sometimes for those just moments of peace moments of happiness moments vanity that's all this life is about And when you really get that understanding of just knowing that life is just in a blink of an eye, you will understand how important it is to forgive people. How important it is to abstain from living in a sinful life. Because you miss out on that potential or that promise to feel God's love for eternity they there is yeah, I'm telling y'all there's not there's no there's no negativity in God's spirit there's none nothing when I felt his spirit it was years ago it was so strong so heavy that I dropped to my knees and I cried and no I wasn't delusional I wasn't unstable. I wasn't on drugs. I was literally sober-minded in my living room reading an NIV Bible, okay? An NIV Bible. Fasting and praying and having a mustard seed of, of, of faith that God will, will reveal himself, to show himself to be real because I'm a naturally skeptical person. Um... And I, and you know, most I, I don't know. I, I, I'm the 
I'm unfortunately the type I need to have proof of what you say is what you say like I need to live it I need to see it and, and that's not always a good thing so um, I try to learn from you know wisdom smart people I try to listen to them and I try I try but sometimes my pride be like I don't know you might be wrong but when God came down and to, into my into my body it was it was beautiful can nobody tell me that was not God nobody nobody I remember um, I was going to for a slight time in my life um, I was going to um, this Israelite uh, church ISGBK and I remember telling this leadership about my experience and this guy with a smile on my in his face that that wasn't God dude how you know and it's, it it be so dangerous, people, when you when you tell them your experiences with God, because sometimes they get jealous because they never experienced it, and or sometimes they just don't like you, and they'll literally try to take away any you know any belief you have, and this and they'd be dangerous people, dangerous, dangerous people out here. That's why mm, you gotta you gotta. You gotta hold tight to your faith and and keep strong. Keep keep it close to your heart. Don't let nobody ever tell you, you know, what God can do for you. You know, meaning if they're trying to push negativity on you, um, walk away from them type of people because those are dangerous people. Those are gatekeepers. They're gatekeepers. Okay. Um. remember like the devil's very crafty he, he's been waiting he's been on this earth for since the time of Adam and Eve just plotting on us and those who truly have a calling on your life you're going to go through the most suffering than the average person your suffering will almost seem strange to some like I've been around like people who've been quote-unquote you know believers for many for most of their life and when I told them what I went through um dang, this car is really close to me but anyway when I told them what I went through and I, I do understand like yeah you gotta you gotta um look at you know the whys like what was God trying to show you right Sometimes things happen to you because God's trying to make you um, become dependent on him. You know, I never really had anybody. Well, I had a few. But I never really had like people say, you know, God is trying to bring you close to him. Um, this is why you just got to be careful. You really got to develop your own personal relationship with him don't go to other people um to help you understand the most high you gotta you know what work out your own salvation with fear and tripling truly because some people if you're going through these trials you're going through spiritual warfare they're they're, they're not going to understand or they're going to come from a space of like prejudice they might not like you you know, maybe the devil hopped on them and they're whispering things in that person's ear about you. Maybe your personality rubbed that person the wrong way so they can't compartmentalize like, hey, this person's personality is what it is. So they make assumptions and, you know, even accusations towards you without really 
like hearing you out or examining the whole situation. And that's okay too. Not everybody is filled with God's wisdom. Not everybody, some people, honestly, y'all, but I've noticed they go through some things in their life too. And they, they don't, they, some people don't even sit down and take time to understand why they went through it. And because they haven't, they'll put that same energy on you. Where you're looking in the wrong direction as to why you went through what you went through. The wrong direction. And the main thing is, when you go through a lot of trials and you go through, you know, go through the, the fire. What is that? He's saying, I love you. Come back to me. You going through that fire, you calling the police, you calling this, you're doing this, you're doing all this stuff, but you ain't calling on God. And at the end, it's all a test, right? And it's all vanity, you know, outside of if you actually get to the most high and you depend on him after all the pain and suffering you went through. If you don't do that, everything you went through is just, it's going to be nothing, nothing. You just a walking meat bag. In this matrix of this world, just living and breathing and waiting for death. That's all that is about. If you don't learn your lessons from when you go through those fires, because he loves us. He loves us. He doesn't want any of us to go down with Satan. Some people are born wicked. Yes. But those who are born wicked, I'm telling you, they don't even know they're wicked. That's what I've noticed. Those who are born wicked, they don't know it. Us, we, we, if we are true believers, we know when we're doing something rat bad, we'll get convicted. We'll, we'll feel conviction. Something will tell us, no, that's not right. Those are those, that's how you know you have hope. When you feel like I did something wrong. But if you make excuses or you bypass the pain and suffering you cause someone else and you tell them, oh, but that's, that's just them. They, they, you know, it's a misunderstanding. Uh, they, they don't understand or they're, you know, they're, they're, they're in pain, they're trauma. You make excuses. Them are the ones who are born wicked. The devil got onto them possibly from the time they were born from childhood. And, 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 and these are the people who are part of the two-thirds they're 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 not gonna make it they're not um charity is showing forgiveness to those who are part of two-thirds too the two-thirds will try to bring you down with them two-thirds are those are the ones who try to provoke you to be in a spirit of lacking of forgiveness. They they will hurt you behind the scenes and then in front of other people, they'll act like they don't know what you're talking about. What what do you what do you you know, and I've seen that so many times, so many times where I know now that's another trick of the devil. And trust me, you know, I get to a point where I'm full of passion, compassion, mercy, forgiving, long-suffering, endurance. I get to that. I know the devil has another way of, of trying to get at me. So you always have to remain 
individual. Keep your head on a swiggle. Always know the devil's always going to try to go after the remnant. He will. He does not want not one of us to make it out of this wicked kingdom. He wants us all to fail. All of us. You know, the devil is jealous of you. He's jealous. He's jealous. He is, you know, think about it. He, if he's an imitator of God, the most high, right? And God is a jealous God. Can you imagine the jealousy that devil has on us? It's 10 times thousand. God is a jealous God, meaning he don't want you to go to any other God because he created this whole earth. He created us. He knew us when we before we got into this body and here we are we might go to another god we might we might forsake him we might say forget it we might go oh i'm an atheist oh i'm agnostic oh you know i i want to you know you know worship this this deity and that deity and god's like wait a minute wait a minute i knew you up there bro how are you gonna do this to me or sis i knew you you were my child what you doing no but the devil he's like this I hate you. I'm dead already. And your ass gets to go and have the audacity to go to the father. And I was with him too. You, you, you know, he's, he's, he's a jealous, but his jealousy is dark. God's jealousy is, 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 if it makes sense, it's, 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 it's it moves in love because he doesn't want us to be, um, he doesn't want us to die. He doesn't want us to, to not get to where we need to be with him okay but the devil's jealousy is it's just it's a dark demonic hateful killing jealousy y'all like let me give you story time so if you know but you know if i talked about this i grew up in a very uh a very uh very dark house like not dark but you know there was spirits in there there was you know i i had a, 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 a my mother had some issues right and when people have a lot of dark energy you'll find that there's paranormal activity going on in the home so i grew up with paranormal activity to this day i'm in my 40s and not that i'm scared i just know that hey there's stuff out there that you can't see sometimes and I don't want to be surprised when I'm laying in the dark by myself and I see some shadow thing in the corner because, you know, I, I decide to be brave and sleep in the dark. So I do sleep in the dark. But before I go to sleep, sometimes I'll put on a candle, you know, and light a candle real quick just to, you know, wind down, lay down in bed and, you know, just have a nice little ominous glow to my room. OK, make it relaxing and cozy. OK. I don't have a nightlight no more, okay? I'm trying to move in faith that I'm okay. There ain't no ghosts around me, all right? But because I grew up with these weird creatures, spirits around me, um, I know that those, those that, that demonic present that was around my uh, childhood household from, you know, I remember seeing ghosts from, like, I think the youngest I was was maybe six, seven, even younger than that. And, um, you know, down to the house in 632 to 9340 to uh, every home we lived in, there was always some paranormal activity, okay? The one time that this thing 
actually showed itself. It didn't show itself to me. It showed itself to my daughter and my niece. That thing was filled with hatred. It growled. It hissed. It made, you know, it made a very weird noise. And me and my sister, I, I tell this story all the time, but we were sitting at the dining room table. My mom, my sisters. So there's all oh, there's four of us. And it was my mother and my niece and my daughter were under the table playing around whatever they were doing. And me and my little sister were sitting next to each other and we hear something growl. And these things, they're very, you know, they're, they're, I don't know how it does it, but I don't want to deal with it. But literally, it, it sounded like it was right next to my ear. Like it was right next to my ear. Like it, it was almost sound like it was in my head. Okay. So it growls. I look over at my sister. My sister looks over at me and we're just like, we always le learned how to ignore the ghosts, like the spirits, whatever, you know, learn to ignore. We ignored them growing up. Like after a while, you know, my little sister, you know, I used to kind of, don't judge me, but I used to mock them. Like I'd be like, oh, you know, I used to do some stupid stuff and they always came out to be like, all right, chick, I got you. You want to play? We can play. You know, there's things I experienced that are very non, you know, this this supernatural, okay? So me and my sister, we heard it and we looked at each other. And my little sister, she's always been the one that just like really ignores it. All of them, you know, these... <laughs> I was always a stupid, curious child, okay? I was always the stupid one that always wanted to know what the hell was that. Like, I was always curious, you know? I, but my little sister was like, she she would be the one that ignored it every time they came out. So she looks over at me. I look at her over her and I'm like, we, you know, we both are intuitive like we're like what was that and she shrugs her shoulders and she just shakes her head like mm -mm, just ignore it so we we ignore it and it knew we ignored it it knew we were ignoring it we it knew it it it, 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 it and i don't even know why because we were literally at the table just and my mom was laughing watching tv and they were just talking we weren't talking about nothing scary we were just talking and the thing decided to come out okay so after it growls, me and my little sister, we ignore it. And then, you know, my daughter and my niece, we hear them scream a blood curling scream and they're crying, shaking, tears going down their eyes. And, you know, we had to console them. It took them a, a minute to stop crying. And then they, they talked about what they saw. And, you know, I, I truly believe that some of these things are you know, maybe they're Nephilims or I don't know what the hell, but I know whatever they saw, it was, you know, it was over nine feet tall and it had multiple wings and it draped down to a floor and it was all black and it used to, whatever it was, it used to hang out in my mother's, uh, it used to hang out in my mother's, uh, car. So, I mean, not car, but yeah, but whatever it was, it would just hang out in my mother's, uh, room because I believe it was attached to my mother. I, I truly believe that uh, people who have uh, you know I, I, what, what narcissistic or just weird people you know abusive people they're, they're typically they, they do have a, 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 a demon attached to them that whispers and um, tells them you know even the things that they do to other people that it's their fault you know, it's, they, they, it, it tells, it comforts them. It comforts them in their, in their wrongdoings. Okay. So I say all this is to say that whatever that spirit was, it's, it's a very, it's a very mean calculated 
dark, malicious spirit. I can go on to other stuff I witnessed um, growing up with these entities around, but it's, they are very jealous of us because even though we're here for a short period of time, we have the ability to go somewhere that they can never go. And they know, they know that they only have a short time. And they know that even when they manifest themselves after the thousand year of peace, they still know that there's no hope for them. And that, that, that I, I would hate a person too that has, uh, that has hope. I, I would hate them. I, I, I mean, if I was a dead spirit and, you know, um, you can believe me if you want, I don't care, you know, um, what, what, what my, my, you know, what I experienced with my, my family and growing up was very real. And, and that just always reminds me that that spirit is extremely jealous. And one of the best ways it tries to get at us, like I said, is through hopping on other people that and causing other people to cause chaos in our lives where now we got to take years to forgive something years you know one of my biggest fears is lacking in forgiveness and dying you know a random bullet might hit me a tree might fall on me car you know car accidents stuff like that and because I haven't forgiven oh man now the spirit got me you know that's why I know you know why that the devil or maybe, you know, most high always brings these broken souls around me is because like they, they want, you know, maybe if it's the most high chastising me, he wants me to work on forgiveness. But if it's a, it's, if it's a spiritual warfare, it wants me to, um, stay in pain and suffering and lacking in forgiveness. Right. But it's all about your, perception on what happens to you okay this life is no joke and I'm telling y'all from my own personal experience the devil can hop on people and they will never know this is why you gotta stay close to the most high you gotta you gotta work out you gotta work your you gotta you gotta really really focus on the promises God has you know because if you don't Y'all like mm -mm, these spirits, these spirits will do the most to you. I mean, I've even had, I even had like people of clergy even like come after me sideways and that's crazy. Okay. And, and they, sometimes they don't know. They'll just get on the phone or get on a conference meeting or you know face to face and you, you all of a sudden you're being attacked and they they don't even know it and, and still even then you, you can't get mad at them we're all susceptible to demonic oppression all of us those intrusive thoughts that you hear those thoughts that are not quite nice that's a spirit. That thought that tells you 
yeah, don't mess with her. Don't mess with him. You see how they walk? They walk really weird. You know, I, I think they walk kind of weird. That's a spirit. That's not a spirit. You know, something, but the whole, you know, the most highest discernment, how he comes out for me is like, he'll, he'll expose little tiny things about what people do. And I'll be like, oh, okay. Um, or, you know, it's not a suspicion. It's just annoying. Like, you know, you walk past somebody, right? And I can't, I'm trying to quite explain it. Um, you walk past somebody, they might not even say hi to you, but you feel this little pool. And that pool might tell you, uh-uh, something ain't right. And that could be discernment or your discernment might, you know, you might hear both sides of a story, but something whispers in your head like, nah, this person's lying. But you don't want an evil surmise, right? So you, you listen to the whole matter, but that if something keeps nagging you, like, nah, this person's lying, nah, something about the, their voice changed. There's just something, that's, that's discernment. You know? Um, and so anyway... this life is truly like a journey. It really is like, it really is. And sometimes God would give his toughest battles to those who have the promise, like to make it into the kingdom. I truly believe the remnant are going to go through a lot of trials, a lot, either from God or from Satan, whatever you wanted, whatever your perception is. Um, you're going to go through a lot. You're, you're, you're going to go through a lot of growth because you're never going to stop growing. There's always going to be some type of test. There's, there's always going to be something where you're going to have to always examine yourself. If you have an easy life, then you better... You better kind of be concerned. If you don't have any enemies, you better be concerned. If everybody loves and likes you, you better be concerned. But understand there is rest in the most high. He will guilty. He, he, you know, if you are going under a trial, he'll put you under that trial. Because he breaks those he loves. He'll break you down. But in time, if you make it through, guess what happens? He'll give you a moment of peace. He'll give you a moment of rest where things will be okay. And you get to have that time to reflect on the things you went through. And you get to, you know, even while you're going through your pain and suffering, you know, I, I always found it hard. Like when he, I'd be like, what, what God, God, you want me to be joyful? The bird is hot. What, how I'm supposed to be joyful. How the heck you be joyful? Okay, well, you be joyful because guess what? It does get counted for good when you go through these trials. You laugh it off like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Oh, here comes another one. And you say all praise to the Most High. Like, thank you, Most High. Wow. You, you know, like you start singing to him. You give him honor and glory because guess what? Like, you know, at the end of whatever you're about to go through, there's going to be 
if you have faith, there's going to be a lesson in it. There's going to be a blessing in it. So I'm just living proof that y'all like, I, I went from being stable to unstable, meaning, fi you know, financially, job, home, you know, but one thing I never let go of was my faith in God. Never. I almost did sometimes. Sometimes I was like, man, God hates me. He must hate my soul. What the heck did I do? You know, what did I do? And I do. I, 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 I'll be like, dang, what did I do? And that's, I know some of y'all who went through it. You'd be like, what did I do? And you probably did do something. Maybe other people might not know, but you probably did something. It might have been something small to you, but it might have been good, big to God because remember, he's a jealous God. So anyway, y'all, I just want to come on here just to talk to y'all real quick. You know, this is just things I've been meditating on and working on myself. And it's an everyday process, you know, ups and downs, you know, but I, I've learned that, you know, um, one more thing, like, you might be going through that fire, right? And you might feel like there's no one to help you, but I'll guarantee you all this. God, the Most High will always send people to come and to assist you. Know that. Even if you only have one person by your side, you best believe that person was in your life to assist you. So never think that when you're going through trials and you're lacking in forgiveness that people coming into your life are there to hurt you. There are people that God sends into your life to assist you in that period of your life. They might drop off. You might not build a forever friendship, but you, you build a connection during that time. So remember that, like never go into complete isolation when you are in your lacking of forgiveness, because when you don't forgive, you go and you will isolate yourself because forgiveness makes you, you know, paranoid. Lack of forgiveness makes you paranoid. Now you're looking at everybody like you're going to hurt me. You're going to hurt me. I don't want you near me. You're going to hurt me. You're going to hurt me. But sometimes and I'm living proof. God will send people to you to get you over that hump why you transition from maybe this group of friendships to another. And then sometimes they fall off. Sometimes it just, it doesn't work out, but understand that this is how the most high works. We are to lean on one another, good or bad sometimes, unfortunately. So, um, or fortunately. So yeah, you guys, um, it's just, keep your faith. And I might sometimes come on here. I probably not no more, you know, um, but I might still talk about things from my past just to, um, give story time or examples, but most likely I probably will not too often because it's just vanity. It's a waste of time, honestly. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, hope you enjoy. Talk to you guys later. Bye.